welcome this episode 211 i'm here with david and lewis hey hey what's up everybody and this is bobby and again another one of our other um off-season shows yeah what's up <laughs> here we are here we are well we have stuff we have a lot of stuff to talk about uh today surprisingly um considering that it's out the off-season and the galaxy really haven't made any um moves per se but there are uh, things happening. So uh, MLS has announced dates. Uh, we we have actual dates. There was a little bit of apprehension as to whether or not uh, th- there was going to be a schedule. And knowing that uh, we were supposed to start the season in early March, it looks like um, things have gotten pushed back. Um, and now there's speculation as to even whether or not these dates are actual dates or they're just uh, posturing from MLS as they continue to uh, negotiate with the uh, the players' union. So as of right now, MLS has announced that uh, preseason starts February 22nd, uh, and uh, it's going to be a six-week preseason, and the season will start MLS, uh, in on April 3rd. And that's going to be the uh, MLS is back, but more important, Balls and Beers is back, uh, starting April third. You guys, I think we're gonna we're gonna go for it uh, this year, however wacky that might be. Um, so let's talk about these these uh, these dates as they pertain to when everything is starting, how things in the U.S. is are looking in terms of COVID, uh, and and whether we think uh, this is actually going to happen. Um, First of all, preseason February twenty second. That's uh, what two weeks away, three weeks away from today. Um, just under and, three uh, weeks away. Just under three weeks away, and so there's a there's a little bit of back and forth going on between MLS and the players union, and it appears as though they're going to start. But um, right now, it's it's everybody's being a, a very standoffish. Um, the uh, the MLS. Uh, owners want to add two years to the end of the uh, the current uh, CBA negotiation, um, and the players countered with uh, one week, or sorry, one year uh, instead of two years, and and some other modifications. Uh, and MLS came back and was like, "Oh, but you know, here we are, poor little owners. Like we can't we can't lose another year of revenue. You guys, we can't do it. We're so poor." Um, and, and, you know, no, nobody's buying that obviously should have invested uh, in GameStop. They re- well, they really should be buying Doge is what they should be doing is or Doge. Doge. Doge <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, take $1. Here we go. Dogecoin. Uh, I'm going to take my $5 investment and, uh, and, and buy the galaxy. As you know, we're all rich fans, we're anyway. rich galaxy fans <laughs> and proud of it. That's right. Um, I think, I, I think in, when all when all is said and all is done, I think that they're gonna, there's going to be an agreement. Uh, but I think the players are sort of flexing their 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 power a little bit uh, right now. Um, the MLS owners are like, well, we're you know, if we can't come to an agreement, we're just going to have to lock you guys out. And um, during a pandemic, when you're taking away income from, uh, you know people who are trying to make a living and I'm not talking about DP players. I'm talking about like the, the, you know, the Perry kitchens of MLS. Um, when, when you have 
the rich guys can trying to bully the you know the the, the little guy. I don't think that's going to make the league look good. Um, so I, I don't know. How, I don't know how you guys feel about this. You think we're starting on? You think the preseason is going to start on February twenty second? If if it doesn't, I the thing is is that we do this dance every. Uh, every time every the CBA has years. expired. Every yeah. Damn uh, so it, this is like nothing new and I'm not really stressing about it. That doesn't necessarily mean that it cannot be a prolonged lockout or a prolonged strike. I've just been down this road before and nothing really major happens. If there is a delay, I, I can't imagine it would be for that long. The, the truth of the matter is, is that both sides want to play. Both sides need to play. So at some point, there will be some sort of agreement. Someone's going to crack. More than likely, it'll probably be the owners uh, because they're the ones more likely to, to do so because, as you said, they're the ones that can afford to do it. Um, and they're saying, look, we can't afford another, you know, a, another year uh, losing money. Then in all honesty, for me, I feel that that, that's advantage to the players. <laughs> so it's like, okay, give us what we want and you can, you can go out there and you can have your games. So I think if, if there is a delay, I don't think it's going to be that prolonged. So, but again, I'm, I'm not stressing just because I've seen it several times. Every time a, a, the contract expires, we, we, we go through the same dance every single time. So been there, done that. I, I do find it kind of weird, though, and uh, I know we're a little late to the party here, but, you know, so whatever has been said, I'm not really sure if we can bring anything new, but I know that Kevin Baxter said that, you know, one of the negotiating um, uh, points that the owners are saying is, you know, we'll pay you 100% of your contract. And he basically has the same sentiment that I thought when I when I read that was, uh, you literally have a legal obligation to do that already. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, unless, <laughs> that's not that's not a negotiating point. That's right not there. a good negotiating point. Yeah. I think we talked about I think we talked about this in terms of like how do we start fresh uh uh with the galaxy in terms of the roster and, and getting rid of all, all the contracts. The only way to do that is to dissolve uh right. the, the league. So yeah, if the league folds, then yeah, I, I guess um <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to pay him the contract. Yeah. Um they can they can uh, file for yes. bankruptcy in the league folds, but I don't think they're gonna pull the trigger on that one. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, um the, the MLS owners, they, they you know, for most of them, MLS is a side project for them. It's a side right. hustle. Like they're gonna lose money. You don't get into soccer to make money. Um you know, because very few teams actually do make money in soccer. Um, and, and you know, we're talking Manchester United, Real Madrid, <laughs> partly not Barcelona, uh, <laughs> uh, team, teams of that ilk uh, and the Galaxy. Um, so, I yeah, I don't, I don't think that, that they're going to go that far. I think they're just... Um, trying to find just a little bit more, but it's it's mostly just for for to save face. I think right. they're, the owners are playing chicken and they're going to lose uh, yeah. in that in that situation. And, and to be honest with you, I felt like in the last CBA, the players got a lot of what they actually asked for. Yeah. Um, and and I was a little bit surprised. So I think maybe the owners are are lamenting that a little bit um, and and trying to you know get a little bit back. But yeah, as you said, like it, it doesn't behoove anybody to 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 become insolvent and fold the league 
Um, especially for teams like Austin, who just came on the scene. Like, you know, yeah. how are you going to pull the league when uh, when you had a, a team come in and pay, you know, all this giant expansion fee and be like, hey, guys, like, uh, we spent a lot of money. We're not going to we're not going to play because a couple of like, you know, a couple million dollars on the back end of this. What you know, what the hell? So. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think that, you know, things are going to get worked out. I maybe. Maybe it's going to come down to the wire as it has in the past. Yeah, uh, but but and it will. Yeah, and and there's got to be something. You know, I think. I, I, I think at the very, I think that the next deadline is supposed to be February fourth, so that's yeah. two days from Pretty. now. And I'm pretty sure, you know, when that comes, they're they're, they're going to say hey, we're close, and they'll probably extend the deadline like another, you know, 24 or 48 hours, and then get it done then. Yeah. So, um, which is usually, you know, again, it, it's a it's a dance that we've we've been through. So I'm not sweating too much. Um, like I said, if there is a delay, it's going to be a very, very minor one. Um, aside from the delay that, you know, is already scheduled to happen, as you, uh, I think you said, you know, we usually open the, the season in first week of March. I think last year yeah. we did it, uh, last week of February, I believe. I think it was like the, the leaf day that we actually, uh, uh, started, I think. And so, um, we're pushing back mm, only a nice. month. Which is actually pretty good because I think we talked about in the last episode that, you know, if you're starting in, you know, anything later than June, you're already off to a really, really bad start. So the fact that you're only pushing back one month, it's actually pretty good and pretty ambitious for the circumstances surrounding everything. And when you look look at the schedule that we're about to talk about, um, it's extremely ambitious. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and the other wrinkle here, uh, as, as everyone knows, is is COVID and, and like where where things are with the vaccine. Um, you know, there's a lot of stories out there that there's some places, some states that don't have enough. There's other states that are throwing va- vaccines away because uh, they can't fill all of their appointments or, you know, they're not, you know, they're, they 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 have some leftover at the end of the day. So they're, you know, they're, they're throwing some stuff out. There's people who, uh, you know, think that it's, you know, some kind of, you know, government mind control, um, which, you know, they're, they're getting that information from the, uh, the voluntary mind control that they have in their hands. Um, but it, it, it looks as though there's early there's there's sort of early indicators that um, the people who are getting vaccinated um, we're seeing the dip in the in the in the numbers and uh, if we're responsible uh, as as humans which we're we're not uh, you know maybe by the end of the year we'll we'll start to you know be able to let fans in stadiums you know maybe for playoff time but. Um, I, I largely expect that this is going to be a season um, without fans again. Uh, you know, just uh, MLS Cup is on December 11th. Um, maybe, maybe depending on the state, uh, we'll be able to have um, fans in the stands uh, no. for MLS Cup. But, well, I, I, um, I, I disagree uh, as far as, you know, not having any fans. I think it depends on the market and the state that you're coming from. I'm pretty sure that Orlando and Miami 100% will have fans well, yeah. on so opening day. There was 100%. there was fans there was fans for the U.S. men's national team game that yeah. they played two days ago. Yeah. There were fans so, there. You know, uh, so you know, I mean, Florida just in, uh, Cleveland, right? Uh, I believe that. Yeah, I think Ohio. I think uh, if you're if you're uh, see Dallas, Austin, Houston, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have fans in there. 
Um, I'm pretty sure RSL will probably allow fans in there. Dallas so, they have fans in there anyway, but no. I mean, yeah, I mean, they'll have as many as many fans as they were going to get anyway before the pandemic, <laughs> right. but they still have fans. Right. Um, so I, I, I think, you know, teams like, you know, the galaxy probably won't see that until, you know, maybe the fall. Um, if that, depending again on how, Hopefully. how distribution is going. Um, but I mean, I think, I think it's ambitious that right. They put rivalry week in late August. Uh, so I imagine that, you know, they, they're trying to set up, uh, El Trafico for, you know, late as late as possible in the summer without, you know, making it the, the last few fixture dates, uh, of the season, um, to try and get fans, uh, there in the stands because, you know, to, to put rivalry week, in late August is is interesting. Um, it's usually the, the, in July, isn't it? Well, there's usually an early game, and then there's one. The rivalry week happens yeah, so like in same, in May or yeah. July. Yeah, it's yeah, spaced out pretty much. The I don't same. know. It, uh, I mean, it's late August, so I don't know. Um, the the weird one is the fact that they're still planning on having an MLS All Star game. Uh, that's that that's, one's a little odd. Yeah. Uh, so they they listed late summer as MLS All Star Game, Leagues Cup, and Campeones Cup, which I thought were the same thing, but um, okay. <laughs> but but you know the the fact that they're on the, the fixture list is is kind of interesting um, because you're introduce for especially for All Star Game you're you're uh, introducing uh, it, uh, again a frivolous uh, a match a friendly match. Uh, against a, I believe it was supposed to be like the the Liga MX All Stars, right? That was supposed to be last year's All Star game. Was like Liga I believe, All Stars, yeah. yeah um, so, so it might be I, the same thing. I, 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 to be honest with you, if this is the switch back to East West and it becomes a more fun sort of game, um, I'm all for that it. Makes nope. sense right now. Yeah, yeah and, and that's what I was gonna right say. Now, that would make sense big time right now. Yeah. And I was going to say that, that I mean, I, I doubt that you would have an international game for the MLS All-Star game. If anything, you would have the East versus West. And, you know, and personally, I know a lot of people like that. I uh, I have my thoughts and reservations about, you know, said game. I prefer the international game, not because it's, you know, like th- this spectacle that we need to draw, you know, more crowds to, to the games. I think we're kind of, you know, past that. Um, but just just for competitive sake it, it, it's better than having east versus west where the score is like they're never yeah. competitive anyways well i mean more competitive well than east versus west I mean, no it's more competitive the, than in... east versus west when the score line could be like 11 of 8 and you know so i mean i know that's just my preference i'm i'm yeah, sure i'm like in the minority It'd be, a, it'd be 11 no. to 0 instead. No, it's not that. It's not we've, that bad. we've had big games those those types of games where we just fl- we just go late play flat it's not. It's not really a good, good thing yeah. for us, right? Anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, at the, at the end of it, I, I kind of feel that whether it's East versus West, whether it's the you know Liga MX versus uh, MLS All Stars, or if they end up getting some other you know uh, club team to to play in it, I, I do feel that under the circumstances, it, that feels extremely unnecessary, especially because if you're going to have an All Star game, you have in mind that there will be fans in the stands. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that like that that would be the reason why you would have an All Star game. So uh, otherwise, there's really no point. Well, I think that was their main idea. Yeah. I so I mean, if there's yeah, if there's if they're talking late summer, I think you're better off, or you have a better chance of of executing that. But again, you're probably going to have to give it because it was originally the All Star game was supposed to be at the Stank, right? This uh, last year. Yes. Okay. So I, I believe not, it's still scheduled to be. 
at, okay, and, and that's a little yeah. And again, that is probably up in the air because in California, you know, I'm not really sure how that's going to work out. That you know, by late summer, will we be ready to yeah, you know no, open up? I so I don't think so. And yeah. things like that, I think. I really think we're going to have to ha- people are going to have to have vaccines in order to access these 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 things. Yeah, and again, um, we talked about that. You might yeah. need to show proof of vaccination yeah. before you enter some of these venues. So. <laughs> people people are photoshopping those nowadays already, you oh, know, yeah. like yeah. So yeah. So yeah, well we'll, we'll see uh, how it goes. Although the so going back to that rivalry week thing, um the, the there's obviously a lot of obstacles that MLS has had to jump, uh, including uh, what to do with the Canadian teams, because the Canadian teams cannot travel uh, between countries right now. I think, I think it's a footnote on the schedule that says, uh, you know, Canadian teams still pending. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, so um, unless you just going to play without their, Canadian teams, I say, I say they just have their best three out of five. <laughs> uh, that gets the cup. Yeah, well, I mean, if anything, that's the Canadian championship. And by the way, that's also still scheduled to to, to go on. That's on the schedule as well. So literally, literally how that one works. Yeah. So um, the good news is, is that you now have an administration that is probably working with the league and being, you know, somewhat cooperative and transparent and trying to do what they can to make sure that, you know, you get up and running as normal as you possibly can under the circumstances. So, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that there's some sort of talks uh, between, uh, you know, uh, Don Garber and the administration on some level about, you know, what they plan, where, you know, is it possible? And um, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of um, exception where, look, I mean, you're, uh, for the sake of this argument, you know, the, these players are essential workers and they should be allowed to be traveling, you know, back and forth under, you know, the same protocols of being tested upon arrival and, you know, um, some sort of, you know, quarantine period. Um, so I'm sure that's kind of going to be worked out. But 34 games on the schedule, they're fully intending to have a complete season this season. Um Last season, they cut it. Uh, how many games did they play? 24? Yeah, it was 24, 22. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. So, you know, you had about a good third of the season uh, canceled. They're looking to play an entire 34 games. This with, you know, the U.S. Open Cup and all those tournaments that David had just mentioned. And he forgot to mention World Cup qualifying um, I'm not even sure if that Nations League tournament is that even is that World Cup qualifying? Is that the same thing? Mm, I yeah, I think it ties into World Cup qualifying in a way, but it's only for the smaller countries. It's a, yeah, yeah, for the smaller countries, I think it it it, quali- okay. it it ties into to qualifying, but not for the U.S. Not for like we're, the US we're already Mexico. yeah right. So you know, so you're gonna have all of these things that's gonna affect uh, you know a lot of teams. The Olympics so. Uh, the Olympics, if they're not canceled. Right. Um, and once again, Florida has come out and said uh, they don't want to host it. Fuck it. Bring them over here because <laughs> yeah. because it's, you know, it's fucking Florida. Um, so. Um, so with, with the 34 games and all that going on, like I said, I, I think this is going to be an extremely ambitious uh, from MLS. Um, and I figure that, you know, if you're not doing a balance schedule or at least as balanced as you possibly can uh with 34 games and 27 teams now i think it is so you know if you're not doing where you're playing everybody once except maybe like three teams 
Uh, you're playing your, your conference opponent twice. If you're going to play the same five teams five times, uh, that's going to get old really, really fast. And I figure, you know, before they brought the schedule out, I figured, well, if, if they're going to do a full season or if they're going to try to do a full season, maybe they try to delay, the, you know, the, the cross-country travel uh, for a little later in the season when, you know, more vaccines are out and um, and the possibility of travel is much greater um, as the year goes by. So, you know, maybe you play, uh, if you're the Galaxy, maybe you're playing LAFC and Seattle and Portland, San Jose, uh, Colorado RSL. You know, maybe you play them twice um, in those first, you know, three months. And then once, you know, the summer comes along and things, uh, assuming that they get better, is when you start, okay, we'll travel to, you know, New York or we'll travel to uh, to D.C. or cross country or whatever. But, you know, rivalry week being in late summer, you know, kind of put that uh, assumption um, to rest. So uh, I, I'm not entirely sure how, how they're going to do it because they have not officially released – uh, the schedule of the games yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> there goes his garage. There goes his garage. All right. <laughs> Beautiful timing. <laughs> uh, okay. So what was the next thing we, what we were, what were we getting to next? Um, well, I don't know. Uh, usually, oh, usually someone goes back and forth with me, but you guys just kind of stopped it there. So, um, <laughs> you know, I know you're not one to do that. Uh, so, I mean, that, that pretty much um, is, you know, the the tentative uh, schedule. And again, this is all um, uh, pending, he, he left, pending the agreement. The last thing he said was the late summer, right? The MLS, so, like, he hasn't he hasn't brought up. So, I mean, uh, 7th, yeah, so November, yeah, so, yeah, so November 7th is uh, the last uh, last week or last day of That's the regular the season, it's which is uh, MLS uh, decision day. Uh, the playoffs would start two weeks later on November 19th and then uh, finish off uh, MLS Cup on December 11th, which is actually pretty late. Um, they said where, the, where it's going to be. Yeah, they well, there it's not a it's not a venue. It's whoever has the best record. No, oh, that's true. So. It, uh, I, I would be I would be interested to see if they they change it this time around just because of the you know they might as well just host MLS Cup in Orlando, um, uh, because it's usually a quick turnaround um, to get uh, you know it's it's like whoever wins whoever whoever the top seed wins uh, you know like the the playoffs start on. on uh, November nineteenth, but then you would imagine that uh, is there an international break in there between somewhere. Lewis, I, I, well, there, I have there's to assume there's a Thanksgiving to, break, right? Uh, I'm not even sure if there's a Thanksgiving break. I, I I would imagine that there would be, but it's but since there's a a two week break between decision day and the and the playoffs, I gotta imagine that the that the international break is in that week. Yeah, and 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 my guess is that they put out these these sort of like wish list dates, um, thinking that things are gonna go as positively as they can in terms of. Uh, vaccinations and and you know our numbers in in terms of COVID, but all of this can change. You know, oh, yeah. it's, it, all of it can just get scrapped and changed on you know not in a moment's notice. But I, I would imagine that um, if they had to shift, they they would they would shift in a way that uh, that that makes sense for to keep the league going. But I would uh, also I would also imagine imagine with, with the vaccination, you would think that 
you know, healthy, you know, twenty uh, something year olds, uh, professional athletes are kind of last in line for the vaccination. But no, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that they, you know, would. would Jump the line simply yeah. because, yeah, here, I, we'll give you this money. We'll have all our players and I'm assuming maybe even their families, uh, you know, the, the the people that they live with vaccinated as well, because it's not really any point of vaccinating the players without vaccinating the families. So I, I would imagine I would imagine that the, like because what they did, uh, what MLS did uh, uh, during the MLS's back tournament and, and throughout the year is um, they they jumped ahead in the line in, in getting tests, the test, test kits, yeah. but they also purchased and, and donated a number of test kits uh, to, to areas that, that weren't getting them or, or needed them. Um, so I would imagine that they would try and do the same thing. According to, according to, to Biden, um, there's more vaccines on order. There was supposed to be a stockpile and apparently there wasn't Uh gee, uh, who would have guessed? Uh, but according to Biden, there's supposed to be there. There's some on order, but they won't get here till the summer. So that I imagine, like toward the end of the the season, that's when uh, when when some of these uh, things can can start moving a little bit faster. You know, after after the summer, and then you know, leading into the I guess the, the late August uh, rivalry, the the ever important rivalry week. Um, <laughs> you know, you you God knows you got to have the Rocky Mountain Cup and the uh, the brimstone cup and hell is real. <laughs> um, well, let, let's talk about uh, galaxy related stuff now. Um, we, uh, we, I think Perry kitchen was a question mark uh, for us. And the last time we recorded the show, uh, now we know he has gone to Columbus. So Columbus, yes. Defending champion Columbus crew uh, gained a Perry kitchen, a guy who was probably, uh, on our third or fourth best player of the of, like of last year, flourish there. I I think he is. I think that that system is set up know. perfectly for it. a guy like Kitchen. He doesn't have to do any of the transitional work. He just has to destroy, destroy, destroy because he's got Darlington Nagby playing right next to him, and that's the guy who's gonna you know be the the the, the sort of the the back and forth guy. Um, I think that that's probably. A, I mean. Lewis, you said it best. A strong team gets stronger with Columbus, and and I think that that gives them a lot of depth. Uh, at the same time, uh, Kellen Rowe moves from I think he was playing in New England still, or he might have been um, somewhere else, but he goes to Seattle. So you got a guy who's a deep line midfielder who can spread the ball, who can like really do some playmaking work, and uh, you know him next to Nicholas Lodero, he is. You know, another again, another strong, strong uh, team getting that extra piece that that I think is going to push them over the top. Now they have Jordan Morris out on loan to Swansea, but I would imagine he's back. You know, by May, by the time way before the season starts to matter for yeah uh, for Seattle. Um, as we all know, AJ Del Garza went to New England, uh, who I think was on the cusp of uh, sort of you know doing something special they get a, a good locker room uh leadership guy uh under bruce arena you know someone who who really really knows how to how to use you know this is this is the you know bring in eddie lewis bring in greg berhalter green bring in uh tony sane move for bruce, bruce arena except with uh with aj this time um and so you look at you look at some of these players and you're like wow these are already teams that um are I would say uh, 
I wouldn't call New England upper echelon MLS, but you know, obviously Columbus and Seattle are. Um, and then you look at the Galaxy roster, and it's looking super thin. And I I I know there's still a lot of time, given that the, the preseason got pushed back a little bit. Um, and we're getting all those Chicha workout videos. You know, he's looking strong, looking hard. Um, but is should we start to worry that the Galaxy roster is so thin? I mean, right now we don't have an MLS caliber starting eleven, um, and and you know, you got teams like Columbus and, and Seattle adding um, probably off the bench uh, pieces that would definitely start for the Galaxy. What was the question? Should we be worried? Should we be worried that the Galaxy roster is looking so thin? Yeah, of course. Sure. Should we? Uh, I, should, I mean, what are we I, gonna do? What are we gonna do? I want to say do? yes. We can worry. Are you, are you surprised? We can worry, I'm or we can be calm. I'm not surprised. That's why yeah. I'm like, whatever. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I, I'm really not. And you know, when you're promoting a couple, uh, you know, a few more G2 players, and you know, good on them because you know we always complain about you know playing your kids, but when we do, we complain that you played them and not get you know some international superstar uh yeah, but instead this is not a turnaround season um, where it is not like, things need to change um i, I i'm not sure I, I i've been so numb to this team that i yep I, I don't even know how to answer that question should i be worried yeah i probably should be am i eh. and it's not because i have faith in the team i just i think it's because of the lack of the faith of the team that i feel eh. And I'm not really surprised. Yeah, and just to so, co- it just the, it just the new coach doesn't really like put flowers up my butt, you know. Like I'm not all happy. Yeah, it's just and it's yeah. I I said it when when he was hired. This was probably the best pick that you could have gotten as a coach, and I'm meh about it because that's pretty much what the Galaxy have done to me. Uh, and there's not really been any uh, drastic changes. Or there hasn't. There the really hasn't been last year. So although like, I mean, to be fair, expect? to be fair, an entire coaching, uh, an entire you know new coaching staff is a drastic change. Yeah, whether we say, see, I would, I would say that's a drastic change. No, that isn't, but, but, but like we would, we but don't like know I results. Said, but like I said a few episodes ago, I doubt that they're gonna be like this incredible holy grail where they change these same pieces, these same people, these same players on the t- on the field into this magnificent team all of a sudden. Like I would be blown away if that happens, but I don't see that happening. I uh, again, uh, that's obviously to be determined. Uh, I'm with Bobby here where, you know, my, my my faith in the team is about as low as it could possibly be. Um, I'm not holding my breath. Um, I hope I'm wrong. And I'm rooting for the team, obviously. Um, and I'm rooting for everyone on that team. I'm rooting for the front office. I'm rooting for literally everyone in that organization to prove me wrong. Uh, I'm not holding my breath on it. But... Um, I mean, I don't know I'm still making what... a podcast about the team. So yeah. I'm pretty invested. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. We we need something to talk about, and sometimes you know, the you know the bad shit. You know, it it, it does help podcasting wise. Um, but you know, I mean, not we, not, we, not when you get to the point where you lose interest. Look what happened with us right. and the U.S. national the team. US I mean, national team. it right. wasn't Ooh, until it, I don't care. It, yeah. Yeah, I really don't. Um, 
if we get to that point with the galaxy, then, you know, I, I would say the podcast maybe is in trouble. Maybe it gets better. I don't know. Maybe more people would actually listen to us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, yeah, well, well, whatever. Um, it, this is, uh, this is also, it goes back to the question and we're, we're obviously going to get back to this once, uh, we get closer to the start of the season, but, you know, we had talked about the expectations of, uh, um, uh, of a coach, and what expectations are they bringing? And you know, we talked about it. Well, if you're bringing in Miguel Herrera, you're probably, or a majority of the fans would expect an MLS Cup, which is a little unfair because regardless of how much you know uh, the big name is, you really can't work miracles. You're going to have to take you know time if you're inheriting garbage. Um, and but if you're bringing in a player, I mean, a coach like Greg Vanny, who uh, you know, you're going to give time to because you're saying, OK, he, he, he's given garbage. He's not a big name. Um, he he has done the rebuilding thing and it's not going to happen overnight. So he has a little bit more leniency and a little bit more time before we really, you know, start being uh, extra critical of him. You know, it, it kind of ties in here. Does, you know, are they still handicapped? with what type of moves that they're trying to make you know the, the coaching staff has to get together and say okay what players do we want uh what can we get especially during again during covid times it's a little trickier to to, to get players market isn't still you know quote unquote normal um pre-covid times so you know th- there's a lot going on there so again because it's greg vanny we don't really know what the end game or the finished product is supposed to look like. Uh, I mean, aside from MLS Cup at some point. But we don't know what this team is supposed to look like right now. So um, I, I think it's the... the I, I'm just partially not worried because, again, my faith in the team is just kind of dirt low. And then partially because, well, expectations on Greg Banny shouldn't be, I believe, that high in season number one but i think we're going to get more depth into that as the season draws uh, a little closer and we get a little bit more of a finished roster you know come april 3rd um uh, yeah i mean it, it, again it, it worries me a lot that teams are adding really good depth pieces and like you know i i for one think that we probably should have been in to try and get kellen a guy like kellen Rowe. he's a guy who could help us uh, on this team, considering that Jonathan Dos Santos is the only sort of, you know, box-to-box defensive midfielder that we have. Kellen Rowe could have filled a lot of that spot. You know, we let go of Kitchen. Rowe is far and away better than Perry Kitchen in terms of his passing ability and stuff. Uh, I don't know if we're, we're we're so far down the 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 the, the, the roster that um, of, of, like, destination uh, destination for for MLS guys, it's you know it's it's crazy. Um, I mean, I, I, maybe it's a little worrisome that the Galaxy have announced more coaches than they have players. <laughs> so, um, well, that's not necessarily true because we announced Jonathan know. Bond, we announced we announced the 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 uh, handful of academy kids that we got. Um, that's not, I you know, I think that's a. Uh, that's maybe one more player than than coach that we got yeah, right but now. That's, but that's not what you're asking. You're asking for sign mm-hmm. s- sign someone that's signed that's that that can be a dynamic player that makes sense in the roster that looks like they could help any you know uh, their teammates. These things are just like okay, these guys are pretty good as newbies, and we need a new goalkeeper. Like that's 
not okay. Like, but you know, I don't know if Galaxy just as they usually do hold off for as long as they possibly can to say anything. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it's and it's and it's early, and as as uh, I think um, uh, Josh Kessman on on Corner of the Galaxy pointed out that uh, the MLS window is not open yet. Um, so the, it could be that we're get, we are uh, courting players from outside and. Um, maybe have some preliminary deals in place and they just have not been able to announce them because uh, the, the window for MLS is not open yet. Um, I, I I would say that more than anything, there's a lot of departures from MLS and, and we touched on the, the U.S. men's national team um, and, and how, you know, we have Gold Cup this year. There's... Um, there's the this Nations League and and a bunch and World Cup qualifying. Um, Sebastian Legette seems to be kind of a linchpin guy for Greg Berhalter because he's been in every camp uh, since he took over. I think, I um, so. or pretty close to it. it yeah, and yeah, it's a it's pretty sure. it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. One, I thought he played well uh, against you know and and against Trinidad and Tobago. Like, of course, he better have been playing playing well. Uh, I thought he played well against Trinidad. Who didn't look playing. Who didn't? Yeah, look that's good true. In that who didn't game, look right? good again? Like, I didn't even watch it. I just saw the score. You know like, who oh. didn't look? The 2017 team. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, who yeah, didn't but they look good. There, but they weren't there today. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at that game, good. As, as, good it, that it, game. Like none of those guys, except for yeah. Pulisic, obviously, Pulisic. should ever wear that. Like, that we just game. needed yeah. like a dog in a U.S. men's national team jersey at the end and to make a goal himself, and everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> um, are you talking about the dog that's with the uh, Barcelona Academy? No, I don't know about that. I'm just going off of dog movies in the United States of past time. You know those 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 family movies. But 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 it, I mean, my my point is, um, Legette looked good, and and when you look at the the roster that the or the the players that were that are currently in MLS and that are going to Europe right now. Uh, you got Paul, Paul Ariola going to Swansea on alone. You had Jordan Morris leave earlier uh, this week to Swansea on alone. Uh, Daryl DK is training um, in in Europe, uh, and uh, and a number of other guys that are well, that are moving good. to Europe. Why? Like to me, I'm like, why didn't Sebastian Legette? get a training stint somewhere like not none or alone somewhere. I think that that probably would have been more beneficial to the galaxy had legit, you know, gone uh, to, yeah, to his, his season last year, he was injured the majority of the time. And then when he came no, back, he played he majority of the time last year. Does, did he, when was, yeah, it was a year before injured. that, that he was injured was the majority that. of the time. It was a year before that, man, everything's a cloud. I know the 2019 <laughs> season, he was injured for almost the entire season. Um, or he like he would come, he would go in and out of the lineup. The 2020 season, I think he was he was kind of the guy who. I just don't think Legit, compared to those other names, is really being so flashy across the pond. I don't think anybody's really noticing him. Uh, maybe maybe not. I mean, you know, he was at West Ham and. Uh, and and before he came over to us, and so maybe he's sort of tried his his you know European, or maybe he just stuck st- done and staying here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either way, um, I I think that that he's a guy who I would have liked to see like just you know go somewhere for just to kind of to 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 keep that game sharpness, especially if he's going to be with the national team. Um, 
but yeah, but you know, in, instead he's going to be, he's going to sit around for 20 days. Um, cause I don't think that there's a, I mean, obviously he's probably going to train and stuff on his own, but, um, yeah, but nothing competitive, nothing competitive, uh, until preseason camp opens up. Um, I think I would have been okay with him going, you know, somewhere until like the end of May or whatever. Sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, would have been nice. It would have been. I think it would have been beneficial for him. I think it would have been beneficial for the galaxy, assuming that he doesn't, you know, go and get hurt. But that's that's always the gamble that you take when when you go uh, play that's, somewhere. That's, that's high percentages with legit yeah. now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe that's why he didn't go. Um, maybe he's got another music video to shoot with the uh, Becky G. I don't know. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Bobby. I, I, shit. I promised I wasn't going to bring her up on this podcast ever again. I did. I should have. A, I should have a Becky G. Jar where it's just <laughs> like a twenty dollar though, like a twenty bill. <laughs> oh my god we're gonna be in that uh the uh what do you call it the stadium club seats <laughs> yeah <laughs> seriously so me bobby I, I don't know i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah it'll be me and bobby and david would be down there <laughs> david would be Thanks, for us. <laughs> we're like, yeah, right. got it jesus that's the case i'm gonna like Walk him into it. Hey, what about Becky G? <laughs> hey, man, I don't have to pay that twenty. I don't have to pay that fine when you say it. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm not part of that. I'm not the one constantly bringing her up. <laughs> all right, all right. What happened? What were you gonna say next? To <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what I was gonna say next. Yeah, where were we going um, with that? <laughs> no, I was gonna talk something. 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 Rich Galaxy fans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when people usually put like you know a square jar, it's usually like a quarter. We put twenty dollar bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I drive. I I, we I live, hurt you, <laughs> Louis. Louis, I heard that uh, that you live in uh, you live in in uh, San Bernardino County. You drive to LA County to buy stuff just so you can pay that extra tax. Yeah, I do, <laughs> and the extra gas because <laughs> I, I do got a car that I drive and pay gas and insurance for. So it's loaded. This joke uh, is long. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, look, that's that's all I had in in, in our notes. Um, I do want to mention that um, Liga oh, G yeah. Liga G is is currently uh, going, and uh, there's some exciting games coming up uh, tomorrow, Wednesday night, uh, with uh, with Borachos uh, or Borachex uh, and other teams. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught, but uh, Eric, the Portuguese hammer, Vieira. Uh, commentated one of the one of the, the games uh, oh, nice. before b- before he came on and, and played with uh, with our team with Borachex. Um Unfortunately, we had a we had a bad outing this week. Uh, I don't think we're we're very far off, but uh, there's still still a lot of work to be done. So you know, my, my team is is uh, is well entrenched in the process, and we are trusting it. So uh, look out for Borachex coming up uh, in the table. Any last words, David, Lewis? Anything else other than that? No, I think we pretty much uh, covered it. I think we're just playing the waiting game now to see uh, if uh, February 22nd actually goes through or not. So, there it, it is. Will. Yeah, I'm sure it will. That's another boring thing. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll know, uh, Lewis, as you said, February 4th. So, uh, let, let's move Dude. forward in time and see where we are. Bloop, 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 bloop. Hey, it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be the next show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so look out for Spoilers. us on uh, episode 212. And, uh, Spoilers. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where things are, whether or not we have a league uh, the next time we record this show. 
Yeah. So that's high stakes. That's high, st high stakes. Uh, really. I'm fine. Situation to find out in the next episode. All right. Well, thank you for listening. LA is their house. Episode 211. Good night, everybody. Wear your mask. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 